Welcome to the Podcast Connector. Each week, we'll bring you behind-the-scenes tips on all things entrepreneurship, spreading your message, and the podcasting space. Plus, we will connect you with some amazing people in health, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and personal development. Let's dive in. So today we want to talk about seven key things that you definitely should know if you are looking to create or update your website, if you are looking for optimal conversion. So if you are offering a service, product, DTC, whatever it is, um, all, all of these seven things will apply to, I feel like, really any business. Yeah. I've been really excited to share this with everyone because we've both built multiple websites at this point and I have a lot of... We have a lot of, of website stories. Yeah. A lot we of... Have a, we've had a lot of drama, a lot of tears, oh a lot of blood, gosh. sweat, and tears. <laughs> a lot of blood, sweat, and tears with websites. <laughs> and I feel like it's been over seven years of learning yeah. and then continually bringing in like different consultants as well that now I'm at the point where there's a ton of friends who have products or service that want me to take a look at their website for conversion like what what am I missing what do I need and feel like I'm finally at that point yeah. that I for seven years made you know so many improvements so many mistakes so many pivots with a website that we're excited to share these things with you guys because they're things that not everyone thinks about I mean the landing page is the personality of your brand it's an extension of you in some capacity it is it's the first impression mm -hmm. you know it's like if you're meeting someone at you know for coffee or at, at a party and that very first time that you meet someone like that is a lasting impression it's the same with the website yeah. Yeah. If someone comes to your website one time, it looks like absolute crap. They're probably never going to come again. You might not get that second chance. Yeah. So it's that it's that first chance impression to really <laughs> land with people. Yeah. And like I see this from both sides. Like if I have clients who are coming like from the business coaching perspective, obviously I'm looking at their social and their website. And so often I'll see like the website just looks so outdated. I'm like, I would, I, I'm not jumping into this. I'm not excited about it from a per, more of a personal brand kind of standpoint. Or if you are offering a service, like let's say you, um, some, some like a coach or a trainer or something like that, like in terms of media opportunities and people reaching out to you, a big reason why I got a lot of big media really early on in my career was because my website looked so professional, you know, and I don't think, you know, depending on the business, like obviously if it's a product, you need your website out like ASAP, other types of businesses, you don't always need like a full website. You can do well with like a landing page or something, but think about that as well. Because if like, let's say whatever top publication you, you would want to be featured in and let's, or let's say you have like a dream podcast you want to be on. If they're, if they hear about you and they go to your website and it doesn't look kick-ass and doesn't present you as like the best fucking person in the world. <laughs> like they think you are yeah, kick-ass. Yeah, totally. It's, it's a direct you know? reflection. And it's like, there's a level of professionalism, right? Mm -hmm. Like people would go to my website and just make assumptions about where I was at, like before I was even anywhere in my business, just because it looked so good. And I'm like, this is what everybody can see. Like, I want to come across like I know my shit, mm -hmm. you know? So it's, it's so important. It is, it's like, yeah, don't judge a book by its cover, but we do, right? There's yeah. a reason why a book cover is so important. And that's essentially your book cover for your business. And there's websites that, you know, aren't the best that have worked, mm -hmm. you know, they, they've made the sale, whether it's a product or service, if it's a product, they've made the sales, if it's a service you know they've booked some clients but it stayed really small yeah and now that brand wants to expand they want to you know run in the big leagues they want to scale 
that's where that's where those shifts need to happen because it's when you want to reach those people who are landing on your website for the first time and first impression it's one thing if someone kind of already knows you they already know your value and then they just go to your website to book or to buy and so they're not really caring as much yeah but we're talking like it's just cool if you're trying to like break into a space mm-hmm. like now it's very different than if you already have this huge army of like loyal followers exactly. who are like they don't give a shit what your website looks like at that point like that's but nowadays especially with products like it, it has to represent you well and I know for me just as a consumer there have been so many like I'm in this clothes shopping kick right and there have been so many websites to go to I'm like I can't navigate this I'm annoyed by the interface like I don't even know how to find I'm like this is too much work I'm gonna go somewhere else that's like easier online. yeah I'm like this the is worst. such a cluster like I can't deal with this it's like there's a reason why people don't like shopping at Forever 21 in person and I don't want that same experience on yeah the <laughs> yeah it's so stressful so yeah so let's jump let's jump yeah. in the first one that is so important is your portable story and what we mean by that is that one phrase or that one sentence that tells people exactly who you are or what you are as a brand so they land on your website it's called the hero image like that's the first image above the fold so above the fold means like obviously people don't have to scroll down it's the very first thing people are seeing and they need to know who you are and what you do Mm-hmm. And they, it needs to be so condensed and so easy for people to understand that they could repeat it easily to someone else. If someone was like, oh, why'd you buy that product on the website? And you just, you can easily repeat that. And I would say orienting it toward the person who's going to be coming to the website, right? Mm-hmm. It, so it's shifting it from me, me, me to like, what am I doing for you? Like, what exactly. am I helping you with? Mm-hmm. Because the person coming to your website really only gives a shit about themselves, right? So <laughs> like, it's like versus this is what I do. Simple to the point. And uh, yeah, something like Kaylee said that like anybody could repeat mm-hmm. and having that like big, big letters, clear, there's no confusion. Yeah. I think, I think what you said is so important, what you're doing for the consumer, because the consumer is coming to your website to solve some type of problem or enhance their life in some way. So what are you doing for that person? Make sure that is so clear and make sure it's in terms that that your ideal consumer understands even if you are a very science-based company and you use a lot of big words and you know big terminology is the average person in your demographic going to know exactly what that is or what we think is a little bit better is to give them some intro words so Mm -hmm. so words that they're already going to understand and then you can once you kind of get them in the door then you can educate them about these bigger terminology terms that they're going to be able to repeat but you can educate them after but get them in the door with terminology phrases words that they already understand so you're not there's not a huge learning curve and confusion when they land on your website yeah and like with the portable story piece something quick and simple that can be integrated across platforms right so I think about it like if you're on YouTube and you can say that same sentence or that same tagline whatever at the beginning of every video you know mm-hmm. something that is easily integrated and the people just start to attach to you right the same way they will attach like like a logo to, to yeah, a product you know exactly or Nike just do it like that kind of thing right and so you you want it to be clear what you're doing for that person and what you're talking about Kelly like I feel like bleeds into the second one which is number two is like just using terms really all over and and with the products or the mm-hmm. service using terms the average person understands because this is where people you lose customers all the time you're using big words because you want to sound smart and they don't know what that means yeah. right so it's like if you're selling a probiotic does your 
consumer know the term microbiome or are they more interested in bloating? Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's like, you know, you have to know your consumer and there are certain businesses where it makes sense for them to be using fancier language. If that's their target demographic. Yeah, if that's a target demographic, you know, but then it just depends on who you're trying to target and like use language. Like ClearStem does a great job with this. You know, it's like, like you guys will say, we know that you've tried, you've literally tried everything. Like that is what she's saying. She is saying, I've tried literally everything. And when you see that on the ClearStem website, you're like, I've literally said that sentence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's hard, so easy to connect, like so good yeah. to connect with your consumer and find out what you're saying. And ClearStem is a perfect example. So the portable story on the front of our website is acne products, age your skin, anti-aging products break you out. That's why we created ClearStem. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's bridging those two industries together. And we do have a longer form of it. So when we're on podcasts and different things, we explain that a little bit more. But we don't throw up on the front of our website stem cells, mendelic acid, mm-hmm. cell turnover. Like people don't connect. They don't like give what, a shit. Yeah, they don't. They're like, how is this going to help me? Like, yeah. is this going to make my skin better? Yeah. Right? It's the, same, it's the same reason, like, especially with products, right? People buy things because their their best friend says it's it's the best, right? If I told Kaylee, Kaylee just did this to me yesterday. She buys, she gets me the sea moss thing that what cost me like 50 bucks to eat sea moss. And she's like, you need to have this. I need, I need no convincing of anything. I just, Kaylee's like, this is amazing. And I'm like, done. I'm purchasing this. I'm spending $50 on sea You're moss. You're like the third person right? I've made by sea moss. But it's $50 like, that, that's how it works, right? If I told you like, holy shit, you have to get this thing. It's like 50 bucks <laughs> and it changed my life. I don't need to say anything no. else. You would buy it because you trust me, right? Yes. But if I sit there and I tell somebody about all of the health benefits, they might be, well, you would be interested, right? But a lot of other people wouldn't, but that's not going to be the key factor that's going to make you want to buy. Like the thing that's going to make you purchase is the fact that I purchased it. I love it. You don't even need to know what the hell it's doing Exactly. <laughs> I just know? know that you love it. I'm like, I'm going to love it. Yeah. It work for yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. But you know, it goes, we'll, we'll get more to that yeah. the next point, but like using terms that that person really, really understands. And like, obviously there will be places on the website where you can be a little more, you know, use your more complicated yeah. language and provide more education that's more in depth, but meet that person where they're at instead of making your, trying to make yourself sound really smart. Cause then you just lose people, you know, so yep. they need to feel like you, you get it. And mm. no one wants to feel confused. Yeah. Like that's not a fun feeling. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. But I think that's a really common thing that holds people back is the terms that they're using. It just pushes people away and makes mm-hmm. them feel not welcome. And, yeah. th- you know, think about when somebody lands on this page, how do I want them to feel like really, how do I want them to feel And everything that is on that website goes into it. It's, it's the colors, it's the branding. We'll get more into that. It is the language that you're using, right? You know, I think about for me with, I have a different type of business, but for Christina, the channel, that brand, like the choice in language, like, are we saying Christina does this? Or am I saying, Hey, I'm Christina. I do X, Y, Z, right? That that's a, cho- that's a choice that is conscious. If I'm using terms, I've gone through phases where it's been a bit more professional. I've gone through phases where I'm swearing on my front page. It's like, what am I offering right now? Who am I speaking to really? And I'm going to use language that, that meets them like where they're at and where they're like, oh, she, she's on my level, you know, but when there's a disconnect, especially if you have any type of personal brand between like how you actually speak and how it's showing up on your website, that's just going to lead to like misaligned opportunities, right? Like, so there's a balance there, right? So it needs to be authentic to you if it's a personal brand or for you as a brand, like clear stem, like the way that you and Danielle show up and communicate, like it has to be consistent with the language on that on that page yeah too exactly so thinking about those pieces but yeah I would just keep your language <laughs> in check in terms of how how uh, complicated you're making it so next one number three third most important thing testimonials before and afters I mean I can't 
th- this is the thing. Like, the, this is what makes people buy. Yeah, because this is this is referral. So, yeah. I mean, if you j- just going back to the CMOS thing, <laughs> me t- mm-hmm. telling Christina she needs the CMOS, when you see testimonials, before and afters, that's 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 referrals. That's exactly what it is. It's it's someone else saying that they had an amazing experience or look what this did for my skin, and then you're imagining, oh my gosh, I can have that too. Mm-hmm. And if you are a brand or a service that doesn't have this, why are people going to trust you? Because yeah. they're not. We, we want to feel. We want to know what the community's into. You know, we, we we love trends as as humans. We we love trends. We love trying new things. We love hearing from other people to get experiences. If we didn't have any of that, we wouldn't we wouldn't be as enticed to mm-hmm. try new things. If someone goes and buys like a new chocolate chip cookie and they're like, oh my god, it's so good, then you're gonna go and buy yeah. it. <laughs> it's social proof. I mean, nowadays most people. Oh, oh, I don't know if I want to say that. Uh, people aren't as dumb as you think. You know, like they, they, everybody is selling something. Everybody's saying their product or whatever is the best. And they're, you're going to get me X, Y, Z. And people are over it. It's like, show me the results, right? Mm-hmm. And if you have, I mean, you could have like nothing else on your website. If it was just packed with like, incredible before and afters you don't need to say anything you know a picture is worth a thousand words and people are seeing results 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 they don't even get give a shit about all the other stuff you know so it's really you know the proof is in the pudding I mean think about it this way so I I ran into a friend yesterday morning he used to play professional hockey so he has uh, like two scars in his face from it and obviously our cell renew serum is a scar reversing serum and so instead of me being like oh my god we have this amazing scar reversing serum it does wonders it does this and when you hear that you're like yeah yeah okay okay cool I just pulled out a before and after after of we had we had from someone that had a scar on their face and it was like two months and it had like flattened out like it was an amazing before and after and he was like oh oh my god give that to me yeah. I'm sold like <laughs> immediately yeah like people just need to pe- see that it they works. just need to see that it works yeah one time mm-hmm. you know and even if it's not something where it's it could be a before and after like mm-hmm. skincare you know any testimonial right so yeah. it's like whenever people like. <laughs> You know, my friend is sending a testimonial because she manifested $100,000 like randomly. And it's like people, it's like, I can't make this shit up, right? When I have so many testimonials of people saying, holy shit, this is what happened in my life when I started doing this, that just speaks for itself. And there's no convincing needed, you know? Mm -hmm. So it just like produce something that, helps people right if, if the product or service is actually good ask for testimonials people mm-hmm. will be happy to give them if it's if it's actually changing their life yeah the people that yeah. love you will easily give you yeah. testimonials and let the results speak for themselves like you don't have to push you know but yeah those need to be those need to be on your website like they need to be easily found and and featured like and yeah. i would i personally feel like just integrating them like throughout is one of the best ways to go yeah because people Um, can land on different pages like you should definitely have a testimonials section but then on your product or service Mm -hmm. pages have them have them on the home page of your Mm -hmm. website preferably above the fold or like initially when someone just starts scrolling like right away because that's so important like that's one of the most important things and I also think different formats if all of your testimonials are videos like no one's gonna watch them all no Mm -hmm. one cares so having like things that are written written out uh, or just straight pictures, you know, and I also try and do all my testimonial screenshots because people make up testimonials all the time. Yeah. And like, so you can, can also tell. Them. Yeah. So it's like I'll screenshot things. I just think the more authentic and raw the testimonial feels, the better. Yeah. It doesn't need yeah. to look insanely pretty yeah. on your website. Like if you have DMs or emails, like screenshot mm-hmm. it, crop it and put those up. Yeah. Like that's so real. Because you want people to feel like, oh, like this is a real person, not somebody they like got, you know, not their, their friend or somebody they yeah. hired because people hire people to do testimonials. It's people like, people can write testimonials. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. So I, I would say just like the more real, the, mm-hmm. the better. 
If you are a podcast host and you are not already part of the Podcast Connector, what are you waiting for? This is a totally free service for you. We know how hard it is nowadays to find really amazing guests that have something different to say. I've been hosting a show for over six years now, and I know it has gotten more and more difficult for me to find unique messages and really cool people. They're out there, but I go mostly on referral only, so I totally feel you. And this is why the Podcast Connector is amazing, because we get to know you, your show, exactly what you're looking for. And if we find a guest who is perfectly aligned, we will send them your way. There is no requirement for you to book the guest. You can just check it out, see if they're aligned, and we truly will only send you people who we think are perfect matches, so we won't be spamming you, but it is a no-effort way for you to uh, find some really incredible guests and book them if you want. So if you are a host and you are interested in potentially getting connected with incredible people, again, there is no requirement to book them. The Podcast Connector is totally free for you, and you can head to the podcastconnector.com, apply today, and we will be in touch soon. Next, number four, let's talk about social media, social media integration. People want to know that you exist in other places. Like they want to know that you're, that you're with it, that you get it, that they get you. And so existing on Instagram, I mean, TikTok's a huge one now, especially for more Gen Zers, like for Gen Zers purchasing, they're not going to TikTok for things. So it's very important to have a presence across these platforms because you can also show more personality and interact with your community a lot more. But you, so you want to bring these onto your website so people know where else they can interact with you, where else they can get to know you, get to know the brand, get to know the people behind it. So, I mean, the obvious one is having your Instagram feed on your profile, but it's also having different testimonial videos. And we're not talking about the testimonials we're just talking about, but different videos from Instagram, like stories that stories you can combine, throw in a YouTube video, throw on your website, different things like that, that showcase where other people are talking about you. That's going to go into the community building aspect of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get them on other platforms yeah. and where like, can make they it, connect with you. Make it clear that you're active too, right? Because like, it's like you could have a kick-ass website and somebody goes to your social and you haven't posted on there in forever you know it's a red flag yeah it feels yeah it's a red flag they're not gonna buy yeah um or participate really in the community yeah so just making sure that is easily found yeah linking out to youtube tiktok instagram Mm -hmm. all the different platforms that people can find you and get to know your brand better Mm -hmm. because then they're gonna be loyal you know they're gonna feel part of the community Totally. So next is CTAs, having plenty of CTAs and telling people exactly what to do. There are so many websites that are great and there's, there's no call to action. There's no, like, what do I do? It's like, I've had trouble here. finding products before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> having trouble finding, but also like just, okay. If you have buttons on your website, again, this is intentional. The words, the language that you use for that button, it's like, make it fun. It's like, click here. What, well, what the fuck am I clicking? Right. Yeah, it's like, wait, it's what like, is that going to do it, for me? Like I'll say like, I'm ready to get clear skin, right? It's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I'm going to click that, right? Yeah. So like literally give them an affirmation where like, yeah, I want to click that because if they read that, like, this is psychology, right? And let's say Kaylee has a button to purchase whatever and it's like, I'm ready to get clear skin. If they read that and they choose, they consciously see it, they choose not to click it, they, them in that moment, they're like, I'm choosing to not get clear skin, yeah. right? So it's like, spice it up. Don't make them all just boring, like, mm-hmm. but be very clear. And like, like on your homepage, if you're linking out to other pages, like tell them, go here if you want X, Y, Z, right? Or even like freebies. It's like, click here if you're ready to blah, blah, blah. You know, so just having plenty of call to actions, tell them what to do. If that person, orient yourself from that person's perspective. If there's a brand new person, 
they go to your website and they're like, where do I go? Right. Like, like what is my first move? That needs to be very like easy for them to know where to start. Mm-hmm. And so this is why a lot of people start to have like start here buttons. Yeah. Those are great. Right. So having something that says start here and then it's an outline, you know, depending on what the website is like and all the offers and everything, it's like you're kind of outlining like all, either how to use the website or where to start first or where to learn first or what product to start first. Yeah. If someone comes yeah. to your website and doesn't know what to do or what product to buy, mm-hmm. that's a problem. Yeah. And if you do have a wider range of products, maybe have some type of quiz Mm -hmm. that tells people exactly what to get and you know where to get it. I've also seen this kind of recently as a major problem. So we're talking about the the clickable buttons as call to actions, but even pictures on your websites can be call to actions. Like if I'm scrolling through a website and I see a picture of something that I want and I click on it, I expect it to take me to that product page. Mm -hmm. There's so many times I've been on websites and I'm like, oh, I want this. I try to click on it. It doesn't take me anywhere. So now I'm like, okay, I guess I go to the shop page. Now I got to try and find it. And then I might get distracted and close mm-hmm. it out and not buy. Mm-hmm. So just making everything clickable. If you do have pictures on your website, your testimonials, and they're talking about a specific product, when someone clicks on that, have it take them directly to that product. Make it so easy for yeah. the consumer to make the decision they want to make. Yeah. Because we get decision fatigue too. Well, and if you have multiple products or offers, basically orienting them from like, if you have this problem, this is for you. If you have this yeah. problem, this is for you. And I think about like, okay, let's say somebody went to, okay, for me, I have all these different courses. It's like orienting, like start with this one. This is what the one you start to. And then it can go to this and then this, right? But like for them to know, because people will will just have, you know, what's it called? Um, analysis paralysis. And they're like, I don't know what to pick. So I'm picking nothing. Yeah. And this happens to me all the time with products as well. And I was just talking to some of my friends who um, have a CBD company. And I was saying like, for the person that looks at all of your products, they don't, they're like, can I use these together? How do I use them together? Or do I just pick one? Like there's, there's no frame of reference for them. And they mm-hmm. don't like, especially if they're, they're new to the product or, with skincare so many people the number one reason why people don't buy skincare is because they don't know how to use it they don't know what order to put things on in Mm -hmm. they don't know what goes together like it's not that they don't that's not that they don't want the product they're like overwhelmed because like I have no idea what order to put things on in and so if they don't even know where to start right if they're like which product do I start with and they don't know they're just not gonna buy so tell them like this is your starting place or like if you have this issue start here if you have this issue start here does that make sense yep So like being very, very clear with CTAs there. Mm -hmm. Let's move to number six, which is all around like branding and personality. And so, I mean, this is pretty like simple, but it's lacking for a lot of people. You know, like Mm -hmm. your, your website needs to really convey the essence of, of the brand. It, It needs to convey your personality are you upbeat and spunky and fun? Are you more serious and, and deeper? Like, like what, what is the whole vibe of the brand? Yeah. And when somebody goes to the website, are they feeling that? And again, that's in the language that's in the color is that that's in all the stylistic choices. That's also in how busy it is or how clean it is, you know, like, and I think in general, like, simpler is always better because you don't want it to be like too overwhelming but there are certain brands where like a lot going on is very on brand and like very key with the personality right other brands where it's like literally like so simple clean basic hardly anything on so it's like it needs to be cohesive across all platforms um but really with with the essence and personality of the brand and if you're not clear on like what the vibe is like the consciousness of that business then you're gonna have a really hard time there right so getting really clear on your mission and what the essence is and what 
what are the feelings you want that person to feel mm. when they think about your your business, your company, the product, whatever it is? How do you want them to feel? You know, what are the words that that you would use to describe your brand? All the basic questions that if you hired like a web developer or somebody who's doing marketing strategy, they're going to ask you. Yeah, you're going to need to know these things. And it's also so important for brand recognition, brand awareness, brand loyalty, building a community that everything is consistent. So you don't want to be using five different fonts on your website. You want to be using two, three, maybe max, but two fonts and just a couple colors that you keep throughout all of your branding, whether Mm -hmm. it's across all social media platforms, any graphics you put out there, your website, because you want people, no matter where they see you, to know it's your brand mm-hmm. and to, because those colors and fonts that you then attach the brand personality that Christina was just talking about evokes a certain emotion mm-hmm. and people get excited to see your brand. They know you, they feel more connected. And if someone's jumping around, they're like, wait, this is that brand. Wait, I'm so confused. I thought it looked like this. It's just creating so much confusion, which confusion actually creates distrust. Mm-hmm. And so the whole part building a brand, like you want to build trust with your community. Mm-hmm. You want to build that community loyalty aspect. There's so much you can get into here. And I, so many people, they just like, like, oh, I like these colors or, oh, this is pretty. It's like, no, okay, no. <laughs> the, the biggest, there's so much psychology that goes into a logo. There's so much psychology that goes into a color, right? Every color makes people feel different. Like they have different associations. And I would think about it from that. Again, this isn't, what if instead of, what do I like today? It's how do I want somebody to feel what I yes. want their experience to be? It's not about you yeah. as the, the business owner or the market, like who, like whatever your position you have, it is not about you. It's about your consumer. Yeah. So like, I don't care if your favorite color is black, but like your consumer's favorite color is yellow. Mm -hmm. Like you need to be yellow then because it's not, it's not about you. Like you are here to service and help other people in some way or make their lives better. So you're doing this for them, not Mm -hmm. for yourself. Yeah. And I'll just say cleaner, simpler is better (laughs) because I feel like recently everybody's going like so crazy. And I'm like, I can't even read this. I can't even read this. So chaotic. Yeah. And it's like, be authentic to the brand, of course, you know, so simpler, but yeah. make sure the branding is very much. And this goes back to what I was saying at the beginning. Like if your like dream collaboration stumbled across your website, are you going to be proud of that website and be like, this represents me? Like this is mm-hmm. kick-ass. Do people it, know it exactly who I am, yeah. what I stand for, what we do for other people? Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. so clear? Yeah. Almost every single podcast I'm a guest on, almost every single podcast, the host says to me, I love your website. Who did it? <laughs> It's so, it looks so great. I always get complimented on it and it makes people think I'm like way cooler than I am. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) It's not like great. It's doing its job, you know, but that's like a really good sign that people like love my website and they think it looks so professional, right? Yeah. It's like, if it looked like I just started this yesterday, then people are going to think that about my business. I remember, and this still happens every once in a while, but you know, I'll meet someone, we get in Mm -hmm. a conversation of what we each do. And I mentioned clear STEM and some people's reactions at first think I'm probably making homemade skincare items in my kitchen, right? Like, you know, I have a skincare company. They're like, oh, how like cute, like fun. And then we'll talk about it and they'll go to the website and they'll be like, I've literally had people say this. Oh, you have like a a real company. Yeah. Yeah. I try oh, I, not to yeah. take any offense to that, but I'm like, yes, yeah. I have a real company. Yeah. But they're, they'll literally, they'll be like, your, your website's so good. Like, yeah. oh my God. They're like mind blown from yeah. it. So yeah. <laughs> Dude, I get it. I was like, this happens to me all the time. Everybody thinks I'm like some like 80 year old woman. Like I, I have like, have like, see like one client a week in, in my, the back of my house. And like, that's my business. I'm like, Dude. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god I'm so dying. again when it's you so like funny. your website is just yeah. an extension of what you bring to this world yeah yeah <laughs> gotta be on brand <laughs> all right last number seven community building do you want to talk about this yes I love this part because I think it's so important for every brand and a lot of brands completely miss this again a lot of brands are focused on me 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 like this is like this is what we do this is our product and again we've already talked about on this podcast how important it is to come from the frame of reference of what you're doing for your consumer but the brands that are long lasting and that have stuck around are those community building brands I mean think of think of Yeti cooler right like you could easily go to Walmart and buy that igloo cooler for like 15 20 dollars and it does the same exact thing as Yeti but Yeti made themselves like so cool you want to show up to like a tailgate or camping with your Yeti because they've built such a community around it of like what type of people have Yeti coolers it's the same with Nike like Nike has all their training has their app has marathons has community groups has trainers in different cities it's the community building so what can you do as a company to build beyond your brand, beyond your product or service to bring people together on behalf of your brand. Mm -hmm. So we do a lot of different things. It's very important to have some type of blog or something interactive on your website. So how are they learning from you? How are you making their lives better beyond just buying that product or just buying that service? How are you helping them every single day? So bringing that onto your website, are you forming different groups of people? Do you have a Slack group, a Facebook group? Where can these people talk? Where can they connect? it's like, oh, you use ClearStem? Oh, me too. Like it's such, it's such a fun loyalty part of building a company. And again, building that community, it's going to go on. So it's very important to have something on your website and it might link out to something else, but something that shows people like, where can they, where can they get together? Where can they interact with you? Where can they feel a part of your brand's community and Mm -hmm. feel a part of the action? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And making that just abundantly clear on your website because so many people have communities and you could have the most loyal customer and they're like, oh, I didn't know you had that. Mm -hmm. Right. So it needs to be very clear where to go and I would shuttle a lot of people there you know so I think community is that place where they can interact and then also social media is an extension right so it's like okay you like this website come over to TikTok or Instagram where like we can engage in comments you can see what's going on day to day so I think there's multiple aspects of that but I think the main thing is clarity like it needs to be so clear where to go to connect with like-minded people I have Mm -hmm. met all of my friends literally just through products I like I swear yeah midday (laughs) squares does a great job about this they have have like they basically created their own television series on Instagram bringing people into the office how they create things what's going on and people feel so involved in the brand and then they just again they feel like a part of the family yeah totally it's important all that all that lovely community (laughs) all right so those are seven key things to make sure you keep in mind when you are updating or building your website just to support maximum conversion so hopefully this was helpful I wish I had this podcast you know fifty thousand dollars ago <laughs> before website round 20 uh- <laughs> Yep. J- joking but not joking uh, and if this was helpful definitely send it to uh, somebody a colleague a friend if you think that this would be supportive for them as well share it to social media if it was helpful and you think it would help other people you can tag us at the podcast connector so we can repost you so that's going to be it for today's show thanks again so much for tuning in and we will chat with you again next episode thanks again for tuning in to another episode 
Don't forget, if you want to get booked on amazing podcasts, or if you're a podcast host and you want to get connected with some incredible guests, head over to thepodcastconnector.com to learn more about our service. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a rating and a review on iTunes. It truly means the world to us. And extra points if you take a screenshot and tag us on social media so that we can see that you're listening. Thanks again for tuning in. Have an amazing rest of your day, and we will chat with you again next episode.